This is Tending Seeds, a podcast about my adventures in homesteading and herbalism. I'm Sarah Schuster, and I'll be your host. Thanks for being here today. Hi, friends. Thanks for being back here with me again today. This is episode 20 of Tending Seeds. And since it's early January of a new year, a new decade for us, I wanted to do just sort of a year ahead planning overview and talk through some of the things that are happening for me personally on the farm with the various herbal businesses, just everything else going on, as well as like the future of the podcast and what I hope to be doing with this as well. And so I'm just going to jump in. And so really my big thing for myself at a personal level is going to be refocusing on my overall well-being and just really trying to focus on nourishing myself. I've made some really good progress there. Uh, Taking care of myself isn't something I have always excelled at. I definitely have a lot of room for growth in this department still, but in the last quarter of 2019, I saw some really vast improvements to my overall health and well-being thanks to herbal medicine, which I know this sounds silly since I am an herbalist, but I'm not always the best at utilizing herbal medicine in my life, and so I'm really great at making up teas and tinctures and formulas for everyone else around me, and then forgetting to do anything for myself. So I actually really fully committed to that the last, I guess, about three or four months of 2019. And I've seen some really, really large improvements for some health issues that I had going on. And that's giving me a lot of motivation to keep building off of that. Past that, I'm also just hoping to get back to a regular meditation and journaling process in order to reduce my overall stress levels. I know I feel a million times better when I do that and stay focused on it. And again, I'm not always great with the consistency there. I do have a quasi-regular meditation practice, but I'd really like to move into making sure that that is happening at least once a day, every single day. I'm also continuing my focus on mindful movement. Last year, about halfway through the year, I started going to the gym with a friend. We're continuing that into the new year. So I'm like really grateful and fortunate to have someone to sort of buddy up with me for that. That's been really nice. And that also is a nice, uh, you'll hear people talk about like stacking functions and or, you know, not multitasking so much as stacking functions, doing multiple things at once or doing one thing that checks off multiple boxes in your life. And so having uh, mindful movement at the gym is obviously one focus, but then also by doing this with a friend, we usually start off our workouts, no matter what we're doing that day, by walking around together on the track as part of our warm up, or sometimes that's all we do if we're just not feeling like weightlifting or whatever. And so that's really nice because then I'm getting time with a friend. We catch up. We talk about how like our week is going or, you know, however long it's been since last time we saw each other. We're normally meeting up at least two times a week right now. So that's been really wonderful. And I'm really glad that that's continuing into this coming year. Also for me at a personal level is to just keep reading and learning. I normally set a goal to read like 50 books a year for myself. And somehow, like, I don't know how this happened. I ended up reading 101 books last year. I think that's because I switched over to reading some more fiction. And so that tends to go really quickly for me, as opposed to nonfiction, where I'm reading like much more deliberately and making notes and highlighting things and coming back and referencing back to other parts of the book. So yeah, reading, (laughs) giving myself a little break as sort of its own form of stress relief and letting myself dive back into some more kind of like fluffy fiction partway through the year when things were like difficult in my personal life um, with just different losses and, you know, sick pets and sick family and things like that. So yeah, getting that fiction on 
<laughs> into my life actually really upped my book count. So I'm not aiming for 101 books this year. I'm still just going to aim for 50. But yeah, I do really enjoy reading. I've always been just an avid reader. Also focusing on continuing to build the different networks and communities that I've been so fortunate to be a part of these past couple years here. Uh, Some of those are just, you know, communities of friendship or spirituality-based communities. We get together, we have potlucks, or we do like group book study or just hanging out, you know, other herbalists that hang out with me and, you know, talking about our businesses and just our plans. So lots of these, you know, little communities that, you know, sometimes overlap with each other and sometimes don't. But every time we get together, it's always a good time. We usually, you know, do a potluck. And so everyone's sharing and like the preparation and, you know, feeding each other. And it's just so nice and so affirming to like have other people in your life that are going through similar things and also have similar goals. And the last thing I really want to make time for in my personal life is intentional time for rest. I know from my own experience, and I've certainly talked to other people who have a similar experience as well, that a lot of times when we're just tired and exhausted at the end of the day, it's really easy to just sort of like flop on the couch and put on a movie or Netflix or whatever, you know, your choice there is. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think what I would like to do is to try to be more proactive about my rest. And so instead of waiting until I'm that exhausted, that that feels like the best way to spend my day, I'd like to, before I get that tired, carve out intentional time in my schedule for rest and relaxation. And, you know, that might be just marking off, you know, hey, I'm taking this entire afternoon off from work and farming and whatever else. And, you know, X, Y, and Z is the way that I'm going to nurture myself, whether that's taking a bath or laying around and watching Netflix or going for a hike or getting a massage, you know whatever my my options are there. But hopefully if I'm carving out intentional time for rest before I'm feeling exhausted, then I can be more deliberate about the ways that I'm choosing to nourish myself. On the home front, we are still finishing some projects here, such as finishing the sunroom and also still building out my herb office so that I can do consultations there and maybe some classes as well at some point. For anyone that wants to drive all the way out here from town, (laughs) it's not that far. It's only about 30 minutes, but Anyway, so yeah, finishing out the sunroom, I think we're we're starting to look for a contractor because it's become really apparent that no one here at the, at the house has the time to actually work on this and we have much better places to be putting our time. I can hire someone to come, you know, hang drywall and stuff. I can't really hire someone to run the business or record this podcast or plan my farm. So where is my time better spent? There have certainly been plenty of points in my life. And even when we first got out here, you know, where I wasn't, you know, fully into all those things I just listed, where time was a resource that I had available to me. And so it felt really unnecessary to then turn around and hand someone money to do something that I knew I had the time to do. I'm now at the point, though, where I no longer have that free time in my schedule. My time is pretty blocked out. And I have a lot going on and I'm always feeling like I don't quite have enough hours in the day. And so these projects that that feel optional because there's no deadline to anyone else outside of my home are just getting pushed off to the wayside. And I would really like some of these spaces to be finished because they will make our home so much more enjoyable to live in and be in. My other project is redoing the hallway bathroom, which, you know, again, all these things, if we do farm out to a contractor cost money. That's the downside there of not doing it yourself. So there's a balance there of now we're going to have to get some estimates and then budget that out to see if these 
you know, are going to be affordable projects for us. The hallway bathroom is functional. It does not have to get done right this second. So that can wait several years if need be until we can afford that. So other things on my list there would be figuring out where to put a pantry or food storage area. Um, That is one of the things about this house. It is a small house overall. The kitchen in particular is pretty small compared to the rest of it though. And especially looking at this coming gardening season, And thinking about, you know, where am I going to store stuff, especially for like winter storage. I don't have like cool storage anywhere in the house to put like uh, a bushel of onions or a ton of acorn squash, which I love to grow and, and save. So, you know, like last year with my acorn squash, I just had to process all of those, you know, cook them and then mash that up and then just freeze that out into portion sizes because I didn't really have anywhere um, for long-term cool storage to just keep those in their original form and keep them intact. So I do want to figure out some sort of food storage area for the house and or build a pantry at some point. I've seen some videos from folks who have dug out their own root cellars. I think that's really cool and potentially interesting. But again, back to my comment about not having very much time right now. So that may have to wait. (laughs) We'll just have to see. In terms of the homestead, some things that we're focusing on, my biggest goal with the homestead is just trying to grow as much of our own food as we possibly can this year. Uh, When I talk in future podcast episodes, especially as we get into the growing season, I'm going to try to delineate in the way I talk by talking about the garden as being the like vegetable area for growing vegetables for like our personal use here on the homestead. And then talking about the farm as being the herb farm, which I mean, some of that does end up being for personal use, but you know, the rest of that being as part of like the business and being able to make herbal products or work with clients and stuff like that. So yeah, so garden, personal use, farm, more business side of things. That way, hopefully will make sense to y'all as I talk through these things. So I'm trying to get a great garden this year. Really want to be able to grow as much of our own food as we possibly can. Other things I'm focusing on on the homestead would be expanding the orchard as well as the berry patches which are pretty small. And last year, I know I've talked in previous episodes about a group berry buy that I participated in. It sounded really great at first, and I'm not sure if I talked about this part, but it took a really long time to actually get the like the strawberry plants and everything else that I ordered from that person. It took a really long time for between when they arrived to that person and when that person actually got them to me. And I'm not sure how well they were cared for, but as a result, a lot of what I planted from that order didn't actually take and didn't grow. A few things did, but like none of the strawberries that I planted, 50 strawberry plants, none of them grew. And this person wasn't exactly offering refunds. So I will not be making that mistake again. But yeah, it definitely is going to take some work to expand those berry patches. And, you know, thinking about like the orchard as well, you know, those to me are things that the sooner I get those started, the better, because those are going to take, you know, years to really get in there, especially fruit, fruit and nut trees. So the sooner I get those planted, the better. In terms of the farm, so getting more into sort of like the businesses of the farm, Um, and what we're doing here, you know, this is going to be our first full on growing season. I am really excited and also really nervous. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself, not wanting to disappoint people and wanting to be able to come through if people have approached me about growing for them, uh, which they have. I've been in touch with some herbalists as well as herbal product makers and stores. Um, Some of them have reached out to me, some of them I've reached out to who want me to grow specific things for them. And, you know, again, I'm really excited about that. 
but also nervous. And that's all coming from me. That's not from them. That's no pressure from those people. But adding to that, if that applies to you, if you are someone who makes herbal products or you are an herbalist and you would like to get some locally grown, organically grown, then we're not certified yet, herbs, you know, reach out and get in touch and we can talk through, you know, what it is you're looking for. I'm really excited to be able to offer you know, biodynamically grown organic herbs. So, and then also, so what we grow on the farm, not only will be sold as just like bulk herbs to folks that are looking for that, but those herbs also then become herbal products for our online store, which is now up, though there are only a few things in there at the moment. But foxandelder.com, I did finally get our website up, hooray, for winter and having time to work on things indoors. So yeah, so getting herbal products into the online store, And then the herbs we grow also go into the products that then I give to clients when they come to see me for herbal consultations. Um, We're also going to be doing an herbal CSA starting in the spring. I'm not going to jump into that today because that takes a little bit longer to explain how that works. So probably by February or March of the latest, we'll start doing signups for that. And so I'll be talking about that heading into it. I'm also applying to vend at a farmer's market or two. So yeah, that sounds like a lot. And I'm not even fully through my list of stuff to talk to you guys about today. So I'm already feeling tired just thinking about all the work for next year, but I'm very excited too. I'm also just really formalizing the business this year. Uh, I have an accountant now. I have an employer ID number. I'm doing all of the numbery bookkeeping things and, you know, forcing myself to look at finances regularly so that I know what's coming in and out of the farm in terms of income and expenses, which, you know, (laughs) you may be rolling your eyes right now and going, you should have been doing that already. Uh, But I wasn't. I only really started selling anything off of the farm in probably like May last year. And it's only the last like four or five months of the year in 2019, where I was really selling anything remotely consistently. So yeah, getting caught up with that, getting that all like very formalized as a business separate from the house, getting all the accounting done and sales tax to the state of Tennessee and all that fun stuff. Um, Also dealing with like insurance, because that's necessary. If you're going to vend at farmer's markets here, they require a pretty sizable insurance policy. Yeah, so just getting all that done. I also have some fun things going on. I recently started writing a monthly column for a local magazine here in town, which is super cool. I was really excited about that opportunity. And January was like the first month of that. So that's something I'm hopefully going to continue month to month and be able to build off of. And so I'm really excited because teaching and sharing herbal knowledge, as you guys know, is like one of my main passions. So getting to do that is really amazing. And I'm, I'm so excited about that. Also starting to schedule more classes for 2020. Not scheduling anything for January just because it's a good uh, month to start regrouping for the year. And I know a lot of folks are doing the same. And so maybe not a great time to schedule classes. But yeah, I've already got some planned for the first couple months of 2020. Uh, Someone already approached me. I have a class booked for November of 2020 as well. So yeah, lots going on there. The other big thing is that herbal consults have gone live through the website, like I said, foxandelder.com. And that is done through like video conferencing through the Zoom software. So you can book that through the website now. So it doesn't matter where you are since that's done by video. I think I talked about this a little bit on the podcast that I spent last year doing free consultations for friends and friends of friends in order to really just get my overall like intake process down and to feel really good about that. So now that I feel like I have that under my belt and had some really good experiences and got a lot of positive feedback from 
uh, friends and friends of friends that took me up on those offers. I am now moving into doing sliding scale appointments. You can find out more about that on the website. I'm trying to keep everything as affordable as I possibly can. Each appointment also includes one herbal product, and that's based on whatever we talk about during your appointment and the different goals that you come to me with. So that could be like a tea or a tincture or a salve. And so that's included as well as like getting that shipped to you is also included in the price of the consult. And like I said, I'm really committed to accessibility. And so part of that is I'm offering a certain number of consults per month to those who maybe the sliding scale is beyond their means as well. And then once we get the herb office done uh, and completely finished out, then I'm hoping I can start offering in-person consults here for anyone that wants to drive out to the farm. And also, like I mentioned before, having that space for people that want to do classes or plant walks or just to be able to have like classes out in the middle of the middle of the farm and let people see everything we have going on there. So a lot going on. The other really big and cool thing is that I just launched a Patreon. It's called well, it's under Fox and Elder, but the main thing that I'm doing through that Patreon, the main point of it is called uh, Full Moon Fill Up. And so that is going to be a monthly or lunar cycle based zine. So there may be some months where you get more than one. And so this is something that for me, I really am excited to do. This lets me feed my creativity all year long. I used to make scenes all the time. I've really missed making those over the last years. When I, when I was in my 20s, I made zines a lot more often. A friend and I ran a zine distro together. If you don't know what a zine is, zine is short for magazine. And so it's basically like a self-published little magazine or publication. Uh, it's very sort of DIY, like the old school days of like cut and paste zines or typing them up on your typewriter and photocopying them. My my goal for the full moon fill up is that you receive it in the mail a few days before the full moon each lunar cycle. And it's like my alternative to an email newsletter. I don't want to clutter up your inbox. I'd rather give you something physical and tangible that will hopefully make you smile every month. And it's just going to be full of like positive things. So info about like the season and the lunar cycle, info on different herbs each month, recipes, tarot spreads, journal prompts, just, you know, something positive for you to have each month. And also that hopefully will help us create like a sense of community that we can connect by, you know, posting our zines, talking about it, using a hashtag for it. All of us, you know, waiting until the night of the full moon, opening that up to read kind of together, wherever we are in the world, drinking our cups of tea. There's a tear that comes with tea with zine each month. And, you know, the point of this is also that the money that i raise from that Patreon doing that each month will one, it helps pay for this podcast. Um, this is all just done by me um, in terms of like the hosting and stuff. I do all my own editing and everything, which can be pretty time consuming. But yeah, so the Patreon will hopefully pay for the cost and, and you know, the time that it takes for me to do the podcast a couple times a month. And then also I'm hoping that any money past that will help me expand the number of free need-based herbal consultations that I'm able to offer. So right now I'm committed to offering at least two per month. Um, but at a certain point with the Patreon and doing this, as I get to have more patrons on there, I'll be able to start increasing that amount. So this isn't you know, not that a Patreon is ever a get rich quick scheme, I don't think, but it's definitely not that for me. Um, I'm hoping to be able to take those funds and reinvest them back in our community. 
And again, to just use this to try to make plant medicine as accessible as I possibly can. So yeah, please go check that out. If that is at all interesting for you, that's a really great way for you to support the show. So if the podcast has been informative or useful or even just entertaining, uh, please consider checking that out. That's over on patreon.com slash fox and elder. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well, of course. And then talking about just like the podcast and what's coming up for that this year, I'm really looking forward to giving all of you a detailed look at getting an herb farm and its connected businesses up and running. Some focused episodes about the farm will definitely be happening either monthly or every other month, just kind of running you through like what the process has been like, different things we've had to deal with. But then I'm still planning to do normal episodes like what you guys saw last year. So episodes that focus on particular homesteading topics, herbal topics, and then also getting into more of the herbal plant profile episodes. So we did one last year called All About Elder, and I'm looking to expand and continue to do that. You guys have sent in suggestions for different herbs that you'd like me to focus on, and so I still have that list, and I'll start working through that list as well. I am also have been considering doing the occasional interview with homesteaders or herbalists that have a unique perspective to offer. I'm not planning to turn this into an interview show. I know there are lots of those out there. And so I I want to, you know, focus on what, what I know and what I do best, which is rambling about the farm here. Uh, but I do think it could be cool to occasionally have an interview, like maybe 25% of the episodes tops. But I want to know if that sounds interesting to you, um, because doing interviews is more time consuming because you have to like schedule with that person. And then it's a lot more editing to make sure the sound quality for both people and both sets of audio is good. So let me know if that sounds interesting to you, because if it's not what y'all want, then it's definitely not worth my time to do it. I know that's a lot to have going on. I feel like it's all very interwoven and connected, though. My plan for this year is to cast a wide net and see what works. Just because I'm into an idea doesn't mean people will want a particular thing that I'm trying to offer. So I want to try several things this year and see how it all shakes out and what's worth continuing versus what I should release and not hold on to. This is where the good note taking and bookkeeping will become so crucial so that I can make evidence-based choices for the farm rather than just trying to do every single thing that catches my eye, because a lot of things catch my eye, (laughs) I will flip from project to project. And so I have to really rein myself in. But yeah, I'm really excited about 2020 and everything that's in store for us. I hope that you are feeling full of possibility as well. I would love to hear about your plans for the coming year. If you feel like sharing them, feel free to get in touch. And you know, you can always get in touch with me by email, foxandelder at gmail.com, on Instagram, foxandelder. And now there's also the website, foxandelder.com is up. There's a contact form through that. So feel free to use that to say hi. And you can also check out the Patreon for Fox and Elder, which is where you can get the full moon fill up the lunar zines. The first uh, full moon of Jan of 2020 is January 10th, so it's coming up right around the corner. Uh, But you can jump into that project anytime you like. Yeah, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're excited about this new year and that it feels just full of possibility for you. Until next time, keep your hands dirty and your heart open.